This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2227, Stop Making Headway, Start Making Heartway, part one, by Guy Ferdman of mindbender.co, and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Saturday, welcome to one of the only podcasts in the world where blogs are narrated to you for free, with permission from the authors. Today I have a bit of a longer post, I'll read the first half today, and then finish the rest for you tomorrow. So with that, let's get right to part one, and start optimizing your life. Stop Making Headway, Start Making Heartway, Part 1, by Guy Ferdman of mindbender.co. Why you may want to give up on your head if you want to make headway. Well, let me explain. I was on a training call with approximately 60 entrepreneurs, something my brother and I do on a monthly basis for various organizations, and I let this statement slip from my mouth. Stop trying to make headway and start learning to make heartway. It caught me off guard. Here's why. I often find that while people are struggling to find success, there are a few underlying constraints that are contributing factors to their struggle. Lack of personal belief, confusion and frustration, personal judgments based on social imprinting, and a lack of self-worth. This last one is the big one. A lack of self-worth is rampant in our society as well as globally, and I'd like to take a shot at explaining to you why this happens. When a stimulus in your environment reacts with your system, i.e. your mental, physical, or emotional body, the system responds with a sensation. The mind fixates on the sensations and offers a perception of the event. The perception is a direct reflection of your personal vantage point, which is determined by the survival identity that has been created over many decades of trial and error. From a very young age, We all use trial and error as our testing ground to understand what works for us in trying to achieve feelings of survival, safety, love and connection, social approval, etc. From this place, the strategies we apply slowly become the patterns that become deeply ingrained in our neural pathways. Eventually, they become automated processes that run in the background of our awareness, strewn into the deepest recesses of our subconscious patterning. Personal inner work becomes key to having a comprehensive awareness of your patterns in order to be able to change them if you're looking to create more headway in your life. Aligned awareness becomes the heart way path to this. It's not about becoming so powerful, so aware that you actually defeat or control parts of yourself. It's actually the opposite. One cannot be whole by divesting parts of who they are, i.e. anger, sadness, and depression, and concluding they can reach enlightenment as long as those aspects are not part of the final product. This is a fool's errand. If you've experienced emotional turmoil or frustration during your time here on earth, well then guess what? These experiences and emotions are baked into your system. They are going nowhere. Yes, your anger, sadness, depression, judgments, they're here for life and they're not going anywhere. They serve a purpose. As a society, we seem to misunderstand this, and as a result, it's caused great pain for a great many. For those of you trying to overcome aspects of yourself, like anger, depression, anxiety, etc., by trying to control them, how's that going? Are you less angry? Are you less sad? Do you feel like you have more control or less? The truth is, every time an experience happens to you, it's happening for you. I'm sure you've heard this cliche before. 
give it a thought. The experience is literally being pulled towards you and manifesting itself into physical reality based on the frequency and vibration of your present consciousness. Now, before your mind checks out thinking about woo-woo energy, look into the science-based findings of Bruce Lipton's work on epigenetics, Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, and any simple Google search on epigenetics can support what I'm saying. Nikola Tesla was quoted saying, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration, end quote. He also said, quote, my brain is only a receiver in the universe. There is a core from which we obtain knowledge, strength, and inspiration. I have not penetrated into the secrets of this core, but I know that it exists, end quote. When you mention energy to most people, their eyes slightly roll back and they think you're about to hand them a large plate of salted bullshit. But if you look at it through the eyes of science, there's a lot of overlapping truth. And this is where we are heading. The place where science and what we've called magic for many years are beginning to blur and merge so that we can begin experiencing ourselves in new and exciting ways. Approach this with an open mind and see if you can follow. A negative experience happens. Inside your body, a sensation begins brewing. Your mind, like a vigilant hawk, begins to fixate on the sensation. Your mind then tells you a story that is congruent with how you perceive reality. This isn't the truth per se, just a version of reality that is distorted. The attempt of this story is to buffer you from the overwhelm, stress, and anxiety that is brewing up in your system, a failed attempt at metabolizing this energy force that is now coursing through you. From this fixed, distorted place, we fall into our automated survival patterns. We've built these patterns over years of applying a similar, if not the same, strategy to a stimulus that makes us feel overwhelmed, anxious, or unsafe. Everything we see and experience henceforth is determined by this pattern distortion in an attempt to bring our system back to homeostasis. Thing is, for most humans, they never actually fall out of these patterns. They live in a constant state of fight or flight as they haven't been taught how to relax their system and activate the parasympathetic nervous system, which takes them out of this heightened state of fear and anxiety. The distorted reality is what we begin to interact with through a hijacked mind, so to speak. We become unable to relax the nervous system and fight or flight overwhelms our senses, creating continued anxiety and stress. Most people in these moments reach out for food, drugs, alcohol, or some other external pill to attempt to contain this energy and relax the system. The term, it takes the edge off, is often used to describe an attempt at soothing the system from an external stimulus. When we are presented with a life experience that is hard to deal with, the tendency is to deny the emotions, sensations, and energy moving through our body. We tend to tense up, avoid, push down, close up, brace for impact, or bypass what we're feeling. More simply put, we are uncomfortable dealing with the energy that is building up. We assign it as a nuisance of discomfort. This is a mistake and programs your subconscious to believe negative patterns. This is what sends the signal from your brain to your body, essentially signaling over and over again, I'm not worthy of this experience. I'm not worthy of my anger. I'm not worthy of this sadness. I'm not worthy of getting complimented. I'm not worthy of having that body and so on. We reinforce this countless times throughout the day because we haven't been taught how to feel and be present in the moment. 
We've been told a whole bunch of BS about what a good human is supposed to be like. Boys don't cry, lie. Girls feel too much or are too emotional, lie. We were told a million and one false truths passed down from one generation to the next. No one is to blame for this. Everyone is essentially doing the best they can. Even your parents, whatever they passed down to you was passed to them, and usually in a more extreme and more severe way than you experienced. After coaching tens of thousands of people, it's really apparent that everyone is doing the best they can with the information and experiences they have. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Stop Making Headway, Start Making Heartway by Guy Ferdman of mindbender.co. One of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money. And this should be started when they're little. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Go Henry by Acorns, the smart debit card and learning app for kids six to 18. Go Henry helps kids learn about all things money, earning, spending, saving, budgeting, and so much more. You can even track their chores and pay their allowance right in the GoHenry app. And with their GoHenry debit card, they can put their skills to use in the real world. Plus, parents can set spend limits and get real-time notifications whenever their kids use their cards. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with GoHenry as a kid, learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success and get started today at gohenry.com slash old. Terms and conditions apply. Renews from $4.99 per month, unless canceled. Thank you for being here and listening every day, including the weekends. And I'll be back tomorrow to finish up this post where your optimal life awaits.